Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bold Ambition Podcast. Today on the podcast, I interviewed Lauren Megan. She is a spirituality mindset and business coach, and she is the founder of the Divine Sister Society. And you're going to hear a lot more about who she is on the podcast, but this podcast, we talked a lot about manifesting, and especially if you're new to the word manifesting or what it means to manifest and how you can say, oh, I want all the things, but you have to actually do some work and you have to take some action. You can't expect to say like, I want a million dollars and it just to be just delivered to you in your lap and you sit on the couch and do nothing. So this is all about how to manifest the life of your dreams. And she talks a lot about things that she has manifested and how she goes about manifesting and just like small things that she does to take action steps towards her dreams and her goals and, and how it all kind of plays together. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let me know what you're loving over on my Instagram story. Tag me at Mindy L. Hancock and I will see you inside. I'm Mindy Hancock, mindset and life coach, and you're listening to the Bold Ambition Podcast. This podcast is a high vibe, expansive space for the bold, ambitious, badass, whatever it takes woman. Settle in. Let's do this thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Today on the podcast, I have Lauren Megan. Hello, Lauren. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing great. I have baby in tow and (laughs) just living that mom life, entrepreneurial life. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with Lauren, Lauren is a spirituality mindset and business coach. She is the founder of the Divine Sister Society, and she is super passionate about helping women find their divine soul's purpose so they can start creating and manifesting the life of their dreams. So welcome. I'm so glad that thank you're here. You. <laughs> thank okay. you. Thank you. So first and foremost, I want to, I like to always start off with like, who is Lauren? Where did she come from? Like, what is the story? Um, What led you here um, to this point where you are this spirituality and business coach, baby in your lab, doing all the things, um, (laughs) being uh, just like this super woman, super mom. So just tell us who who you are. Yeah. So I have been in the online space now um, for, I would say, about two and a half years, going on three years. Um, I started as a health and fitness coach um, with a network marketing company and kind of reached this point after about like a year where I wasn't feeling really aligned with it. I thought maybe it was the network marketing company, so I left that and kind of went on my own path. Um, And I was doing really well, and I took um, a leap of faith and left. Denver. So I was living in Denver at the time I left Denver and went to go be a flight attendant. So um, I was like, I'm going to be a flight attendant and be a health coach and do all the things. And it's going to be amazing. I'm going to travel the world. And the universe laughed at me and was like, nope, you're going to have a baby instead. (laughs) 
So I um, found out I was pregnant about four weeks into the training. So it was an eight-week training and decided that I didn't want to raise the baby while traveling. And um, just, I don't know, I just wasn't something in me was like, you need to go back, like you need to go back home. So I went back home and I wasn't very happy about having a baby at first. Um, I reached like a, I would say, I don't like saying I was depressed. I was just like, I had a very low vibration. I was very um, lost and confused and scared. And um, really like the only thing that brought me back was, um, was my mindset. You know, I like started doing gratitude again and started a lot of personal development and affirmations. And at first it was like, I really had to fake it. And then like, I started stepping into this space where like my energy, my vibration just kept elevating. Um, and I couldn't work out. I was super sick my first trimester. So I wasn't able to do like all the things that I was used to, you know, eating a certain way and working out. And like the only thing that was left was like my mindset and spirituality. So I made like an intuitive decision to stop coaching in the health and wellness field. And I started on this journey of being like a mindset and spirituality coach. And I would say now my purpose is way more aligned than it was when I was a health and wellness coach. Um, I think for a long time I, I hid behind health and fitness and like, you know, that because that was easier, that was safer. Um, but I've always been like super woo, super into crystals, super into manifesting. Um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, he is deceased now, but I swear he's like my best friend. So, you know, like I've always been into that. So once I stepped into that space of coaching, everything just like exploded from there because I was aligned at that point. Um, so here I am now with a baby, a two month old baby coaching and, um, really seeing like my business boom. And I totally think it's because I've just reached this point where like I teach my clients, I'm in my divine soul's purpose and that's where abundance and true manifestation can, you know, just explode. And like, it's so expansive. Um, so that's like my short answer story in short, I would say. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I love, I love the story and I've heard it before. Um, I've heard you tell the story before and I, I love hearing it because I think that it's funny. We always, we, sometimes we think we know best. We think we know like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. This is the path that I'm taking. It's going to be what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm meant to do. And mm. then you're kind of like, mm, but you're told, you know, like the, the universe, God, whoever you believe in is like, uh, sister, I'm going to check you. Okay. Like this yeah. is not what you're supposed to do. Like, so let's take, let's take it down a notch a little bit. So yeah, no, that, totally. What was that like for you? Cause you had like, you had this vision, I'm going to like travel the world, live this life. And it's going to be so amazing. And then when you found out you were pregnant and you knew that you were going to be, um, like it was this like, okay, is this right for me to be traveling the world? and pregnant and raising a child and you had to make that decision. Um, what was the decision like there when you felt like the universe was being like, okay, girl, um, here's one for you. I was really resistant at first. I was like very angry and very resistant. And a part of me, you know, we felt, I kind of knew I was pregnant. And when, um, Justin, my partner came to Atlanta and we took the pregnancy test and it was like confirmed, we were not happy. Like neither one of us, 
Elliot's like, you weren't happy for me. Um, <laughs> neither one of us was really um, happy about any of it. You know, like we were very upset and we were just like, this is like, this wasn't the plan, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was really resistant and I went a week into training after we found out because I was like, oh, I can do all the things. Um, but it just didn't feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um it just really didn't feel aligned to me. It didn't feel, um, I don't know. I just, I, when I pictured having a baby, I pictured being able to stay home with the baby and work. And I think that that was, you know, the grander image for me. And I think that I manifested the baby. I think I manifested this life. Um, but I had to take a little detour, you know, and I think when it comes to manifestation, sometimes we have to learn on their lessons before we, um, manifest what it is that we truly want. Um, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I want to go back to where you kind of said that you weren't like when you said you weren't happy to be pregnant at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. and, I, and I'm only saying this because I feel like I have never had a child, never been pregnant. However, I know yeah. that there are a lot of women out there who have gotten pregnant unexpectedly, were like yeah. not definitely something they were ready for, or even maybe didn't even think that they wanted children to begin with. And then they end up, then you get pregnant and you feel this like initial like shock. And then you feel this yeah. initial like, no, I don't want this. And then you almost have this maybe you even at some point felt guilt that you were feeling that way, but like, it's okay. Like it's normal feelings and you had to feel them. So can you just, I want to, this is kind of a side tangent, but I thought it was just powerful for probably some people to hear, um, that you felt that way and you felt it and you're okay with sharing that and that other people probably have felt the same thing. And can you just kind of speak on, why you feel like it's, it, it can be normal to feel that way and there's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't make you any less of a mom. Like you love Elliot. Like you couldn't imagine your life without her now. So it's like, mm-hmm. what, what can you just speak on how you felt and how it's okay to feel those feelings? Um, so I have a lot of friends and I've had, I know a lot of women that have a really hard time getting pregnant. They either have had a lot of miscarriages or they tried IVF and it's failed and it's been, you know, it's a struggle for some women. So um, me feeling guilty at first and not expecting to get pregnant and just it happening, like falling on my lap, essentially. Um, there was a lot of guilt behind that. You know, I almost like felt bad, but I also feel like I have to share I just, I don't have to, but I feel a call to share every part of my journey mm-hmm. and me feeling upset about it and me feeling really negative about the pregnancy at first. Those were my emotions. And I think, you know, you have to honor your emotions and you have to honor, you know, where you grow from. And I grew from that. So, um, you know, I had to take myself out of a very negative spot, um, to be where I am today. And if I don't share that, um, and then I'm not serving women. I'm not serving my highest good. Right. So um, some people might take offense to it and some people, you know, it's going to resonate with some people. It's not going to resonate with other people. They might see me as selfish. Um, but that was, you know, those were my emotions at the time and that's okay, you know. Um, so, yeah. I, I love that you brought that to light because I think that 
I mean, I can't speak on that, so I don't know what it's like, but there are so many people who are probably listening to this women who have felt that have probably felt that at one point, or maybe they're feeling it right now and just letting them know that it's okay to feel your feelings no yeah. matter. First of all, I'll just say that in general, like as women, sometimes we don't want to feel our feelings. We feel like we have to be like superwoman. We feel like we have to just sometimes just show that we don't have emotions, um, especially when there's other people involved. And we, we always want to take care of others. We always want to mm. make sure that everyone else is taken care of, but it's okay to feel your emotions and sit with them. And it's, it's 100% natural and it's okay to just be and feel them and really understand why you're feeling them too. And maybe there is not an explanation at the time, but you might look back later and reflect and be like, okay, this is why I felt that. But if you don't allow yourself to feel then I just feel like that you're missing something. There's something that you can learn from if you just allow yourself to feel your feelings. So whether it be yeah, pregnancy or something else, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is it's not, you know, it's not just pregnancy. I think a lot of women can relate to that because even now stepping into motherhood, um, there's a lot of emotions that come with it. You know, there's a lot of, you know, really good days and there's a lot of like really defeating days and really bad days. Um, and when you're self-employed and you work for yourself, you have to show up on the good days and the bad days, you know? Um, so it's a great lesson, I think, just to teach people in general, you know, honor your emotions, honor your feelings, but how can you grow from it? Mm -hmm. Um, how can you take a negative situation or something that you're perceiving as negative and how can you expand it and grow from it and turn it into a positive? Um, cause I'll say like now I'm able to serve my clients better because I, you know, a lot of times things that are manifesting in their lives I've dealt with, Mm -hmm. you know, so I always look at it that way. If I'm dealing with something, I'm probably dealing with it for a reason so I can serve someone down the road you know? So that's how I look at it now. Yeah. And I think it's, it's funny because I think the same way now when something happens, I'm like, okay, I'm going through this for a reason, not just for myself or for myself to learn a lesson or to see what's on the other side of this. My clients are going to be at some point going through the same thing. And it's funny how it really does happen. Like you, you, you see yourself in your clients and it's just, that's, that's when you know you have these like soulmate clients because you see yourself and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've been in those shoes. I have felt those feelings. I know what it's like and I have walked through them and now I can help you do the same. So I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. Um, totally. so I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about manifestation because, okay. um, I, like I told you before we hit record, I love talking about manifestation and I love the art of manifesting and what it can really do in your life. Um, I don't know, like I'm not an expert on it or feel as though I could ever educate anybody on the power of manifesting, but I do love how you speak on it. And I want you to just, first of all, give for, for those that are listening that are like, okay, I don't know how to manifest. What is manifesting? (laughs) What is all this stuff you're talking about? First, just give them like a, quick rundown of what is manifesting and why is it so powerful to you? Um, so the first thing that comes to mind when you, um, asked your question was we're constantly manifesting, we're manifesting the good and the bad things in our life. Um, thoughts become things, you know, you, what you think becomes your reality. Um, so that in short is manifesting, you know, you, 
I'm a firm believer. I don't really believe in the law of attraction. Um, I believe in like the law of co-creation. I think we're constantly co-creating with the universe. And when we see it as this partnership where we can literally demand and ask things of the universe and have it um, be created in our lives, um, that's manifesting. I don't, I think a lot of times people think of manifesting and they think we can sit on the couch, not take action and a hundred thousand dollar check is going to come in the mail. Um, cause you know, the movie, the secret was very popular and that's like basically what it was, but it took out action. It took out co-creation. It took out all of these other universal laws that come into effect when you are manifesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I teach my clients, you know, how to truly like tap into their manifesting power, it really is your co-creator with the universe. You have the power to, um, create the life that you desire. Um, and once you tap into that power, then there's, you know, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. So that's, I would say in short, that's, that's manifesting. Yeah. Um, and then we can dive a little bit deeper into that and really, you know, things that I've manifested. And um, I think one of the biggest struggles is people get frustrated with the manifesting process because sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's lessons that have to be learned. Sometimes, you know, you have to go through once again, like the harder things to come out and then, you know, that then you get what you desire. Right. So, yeah. So leading into you kind of said like, what, can you talk a little bit about your personal experience when it comes to manifesting, like in your life, what have you seen? What have you manifested so that you could see that you created this life strictly by manifesting it? But no, you didn't just sit on the couch and say, okay, everything come, come to me. And that's what you, I agree. Like a lot of people that I talk to, they think that like I'm manifesting X, Y, Z and it's just going to happen. I'm going to write about it in my journal and then it's going to happen. And like, there are things that have to happen. You can't just sit and yep. think that it's going to fall in your lap. And I think a lot of people have this misconception of that. Like there's this, they're not really, that's where it, there's the, the breakdown. So then when it doesn't happen, they're like, well, I manifested this and it didn't happen for me. Well, it's because there was no action taken yep. or you didn't do anything in order to help make that happen. So <gasps> what personal experiences have you had that, um, where you manifested something? So when I really got into manifesting, we had just moved from Tampa to Denver and we were very much in like a state of scarcity. Um, we were really struggling like financially and, um, we like, we moved to a city where we knew, knew, we knew no one. We had no idea how expensive it was to live out there. So like we burned through our savings super quickly and, um, we were just, we were like literally living like barely even paycheck to paycheck. Like our account was going into the negatives. And I like something in me was like, start listening to all these audiobooks and start reading. And I really dove into Dr. Wayne Dyer's teachings and he talks um a lot about co-creation and um the power of manifesting and you know thoughts become things and um things like that. So I like dove really into it. And, um, I started seeing things change in my life. So the first thing I manifested was a job that the exact job that I wanted, the exact pay that I wanted. 
Um, and I was good, but then I stopped, right? Like I kind of, um, I was like, okay, that happened. And then I stopped. Um, I manifested like a living situation and basically I got like really comfortable with how we were living and then things started going wrong again. You know, we got back into the negatives and we started struggling with jobs. We started struggling again financially. Um, and once again, like I started like getting back into like the spirituality and the mindset and um, just kind of like to backtrack a little bit. That's why I stepped into this coaching space because I realized every time things started going wrong in my life, I was pulled into this direction. I was mm -hmm. pulled back into my spirituality, wow. back into my mindset because that's where I saw changes. Um, but I would say, I like to tell people I am great at manifesting people. I am amazing at manifesting the right people into my life. And a great example of this is, um, when I was with my network marketing company, I went to like their big convention, um, in new Orleans one summer. And literally I was on a plane. <laughs> I was on a plane that was sitting next to another coach that I had like just met, met who is now one of my clients, one of my one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, but like we met out of the blue, sat on the plane and I was telling her about how much I loved Shailene Johnson. And I was basically, I was like, I'm going to meet her this weekend. I'm going to see her. I can't wait. I love her so much. And she was, um, kind of in the process of creating her newest project, like the one, three, one method. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was obsessed with her. And literally we got off the plane. We were waiting for an Uber. Like we couldn't find cell reception. We were like kind of frustrated because we were in a city we didn't know. And she looks at me and she goes, Shailene Johnson's standing right there. And I like turn around and I was like, oh, holy shit. Can I cuss on here? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, holy shit. No way. And I looked at her totally starstruck, like totally like fangirling probably super embarrassing. And she like looks at me, points me over. And I just like gave her the biggest hug. And I was just like, you have changed my life. Like I love all everything you teach, everything you do. Um, like she literally is the person like, you know how like a lot of times they're like, find the people that like you want to be like, you know, she's literally like who I want to be like, like I love her parenting style and just so much about her. And yeah, I have like 15 pictures of us in the airport. <laughs> But this same weekend, I manifested another coach. I manifested two other coaches that I wanted to meet. And um, like one of them, literally, we were walking out of a workout. And I was like, oh, I really want to meet um, so and so. And literally, she was right in front of me when I looked over. I was like, oh my gosh. So I've, <laughs> I've decided like I'm really great at manifesting people. And what I did was, is I switched that. So I noticed like, um, I had a lot of money blocks and I was like, kind of like struggling, you know, I kept like getting in the cycle of struggling financially. So when I, um, started taking on clients and releasing programs, I, that's what I switched it to. Instead of focusing on the money and the number, I started focusing on the people and, you know, attracting my right, you know, the right clients. Um, so yeah. And I think everyone has like strengths with the, what they're really good at manifesting. And then once you tap into that, like you can just like, you, you basically, you kind of, you don't manipulate the universe, but you work with it. You know, that's why I say co-creation because you're working with the universe to create what you want. And I noticed, you know, okay, I'm, I can manifest anyone in my life. I've manifested coaches. I've manifested friends. I've manifested like the right opportunities because I've met the right people. So that's what, I, that's what I use now. And now I'm at a state where 
when I tap into that manifestation to manifest the right client, that's when the money comes in. That's when, you know, we're not struggling financially. Um, and the coolest one, I sent an email out to my, um, my little society or uh, tribe or whatever you want to call it um, two weeks ago, but I manifested this opportunity to work with one of the leading money mindset coaches out in the UK. She's coming to Florida and she sent me a personal email to stay with her. Like Justin can come, Justin's my partner, but Justin can come and Elliot can come. We're staying in this mansion for two nights and all day Saturday, we are just diving into all things money manifestation, business, law of it, uh, of attraction, you know, all of it. And she's like, and I've been wanting to work with this coach. And literally two weeks before I got that email, um, I, I like demanded from the universe, I want to work with this coach in whatever capacity, um, either like as a one-on-one coach, um, as a mastermind client, you know, whatever it is, but I want to like work with her intimately and bam, it happened. You know, I didn't ask the universe for the money to work with her. I just asked for the opportunity to work with her, mm. you know? So, um, I think figuring out your strengths when it comes to manifesting is key. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about because they're like, Oh, well, I'm just going to manifest X amount of money or, and I'm just going to manifest this. Well, mm-hmm. why don't we like, why don't we figure out what we're really good at manifesting first? Like what keeps yeah. manifesting in your life, you know? So Wow. Okay. So I do have a couple questions about this because whenever you're going into, and like, let's say you were, you said you demanded from the universe that you wanted the opportunity to work with this coach. So when you go to like manifest or whatever, how, what are your processes? Do you write something down? Do you meditate? Do you journal? Do you, what, what exactly, not that it's saying that everything you everyone should do the same things. I know everyone's going to find what works best for them. But like, what is your process of manifesting? And I just want to kind of see what that looks like for you. So my process has changed a lot. Um, so before I was very like diligent with um, writing gratitude every day and um, journaling and writing down my affirmations and doing all that. Um, but when I had a baby you can't do that. Like most of the time I barely have like a hand to brush my teeth. Right. So, um, so my process has changed a lot. You know, I do my gratitude now in the shower. So I always make sure that I open up a space for gratitude because that opens up the portal for, for you to receive. So I always make sure I'm grateful for whatever it is. You know, lately it's been like, I'll just get in the shower and I'll just start off by saying I'm grateful for the water. Mm-hmm. That's running over me. And then it just starts flowing out all the other things I'm grateful for that day. Um, with my affirmations, you know, you have to change your subconscious mind. So there's gratitude, there's changing your subconscious mind, you know, taking away those limiting beliefs, taking that out of your, your um, consciousness and replacing those with very empowering um, thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have my, what I do is every new moon, I set new affirmations. So I manifest now with the moon cycles. 
So with the new moon, I set new affirmations um, based on that focus for that month. So like this month was all about combined finances and sex, right? So I set my affirmations and now I have them recorded on my phone. So I don't have to go look for a piece of paper. I don't have to like, you know, do all the things. I just have it on my phone and I'm listening to it on repeat, but I'm listening to myself saying them mm-hmm. and I'll say them out loud, you know, with myself. So it's just, you know, basically like it's seeping up to my, seeping into my subconscious, um, that much quicker. Right. Um, so I have gratitude affirmations. Um, I do now step, I've been stepping into more of like this moon manifesting, um, cause I've always loved the moon. I've always like been really drawn to it. My first business was called Lunability and I had no idea why. And then, um, just like within these past couple months, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've just always been attracted to the moon. So I've been teaching this now with my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically with the new moon, I set my intentions for the month, you know, what it is that I want to manifest. Um, and the affirmations. And basically when I do that practice, that's really when I get out my journal, I really get clear when I do that practice, that is me demanding from the universe. That is me saying to the universe, this is what I want or something better. Mm -hmm. So I meditate on it. I visualize it. That's what I focus on every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and then um, I write down the action steps. So if I have 10 intentions that I want for, um, for the month, you know, I look at it and I say, what action steps do I have to take? You know, something simple. One of my manifestations, obviously this isn't going to happen, you know, in the month of January, but it was really to step back into a place of like physical fitness and health and all that, you know, stepping back into that aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously you're not going to sit out on the couch and get six pack abs. Right. So, my action step, really simple, was to start working out again, start going on walks, you know, doing yoga, whatever it looks like for me. Um, but I wrote out those action steps, and that's my game plan for the month. That's how, um, you know, that's that's what I'm going to be doing in the month. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I need to show up in my business to reach a certain goal? Um, so then at the end of the month, I reassess and some of the manifestations won't come to fruition. Some of the things, you know, maybe I'm not ready for yet. Maybe I'm not ready to receive them yet. Um, maybe they weren't aligned with me. So another thing is sometimes we like to create these manifestations and we aren't aligned with them. You know, we like might say we want $50,000, but if you've never made $50,000, it's going to be really hard for you to receive that money. Right. You know, so do we need to reassess it? Um, but yeah, my process looks, it's very fluid now. It's very flexible now. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been a little bit better. You know, I manifest a lot faster because I'm not focused so much on the outcome. I'm just focused on, you know, the action steps. And that's what yeah. I've noticed. Like, I really just like focus on the action steps. And, you know, I, I haven't looked at my intentions since the last new moon and I won't look at them again until the next new moon. I just Mm -hmm. focus on the action, you know, what I can do and what I can control. Right. And a couple of things I want to ask you there is the affirmations that you're recording on your phone and you're listening and you're saying them, are they affirmations of like what you're, or are they manifestations of what you want to come? Or is it, are they more like I am statements or are they, um, 
Or are you doing like a gratitude, but in a manifestation way? Like I am grateful for X, Y, Z, but you don't have it yet. You haven't received it yet, but you're going ahead and like being grateful for it. Is that what the, is that what you're doing here or no? No, I, I, I do love that practice of saying I am so happy and grateful for X, like as if it already happened. Um, and I write and I journal a lot like that. Um, but these affirmations are changing my subconscious mind so that I'm able to receive what I want. Um, so if I'm trying to, um, change like a limiting belief, it's more something like that. If I'm trying to step into a new space, like up leveling, I tend to use the affirmation, like I am safe because our brain, our ego will stop us. Mm -hmm. So I like to remind my brain. I like to remind my ego, like I'm safe in this, like we are safe. We're protected. We're surrounded by our angels and by God and the universe and all of it. Um, but let's expand, you know? Yeah. So, um, my affirmations tend to be more on the side of um, changing that those limiting beliefs in that subconscious mind. Um, but I do love the practice and I always recommend that for people, you know, especially when you're first starting out, like say I am happy and grateful for me. I like the visualization of that. So I like really like stepping into space of seeing myself like right now. Um, I'm, you know, working on manifesting, like one of the manifestations I'm working on is to, for us to move into like a new house or a townhouse or just a new space. So I see myself in that space. I see us moving. I see us signing a lease. I see, you know, Elliot's room and me rocking her at night and things like that, you know? So I believe visualization is a little bit more powerful right. as far as like seeing yourself there. And I feel like too, when it comes to manif manifestation, I feel like if you can't visualize yourself in it, that it, there's a disconnect. So like if you can't yeah. visualize yourself in the new townhome or you can't visualize yourself call, like having these, you know, three new clients come in or you visualize like a sold out program or you can't visualize this trip that you want to go on then I feel like there is a, there is a complete disconnect. You're asking for this, but you don't like, you can't visualize and believe it to, to happen that it could be true. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't necessarily like it won't come true. Like it won't happen for you, but what do you need to happen first? You know, like, why isn't that in alignment right now? And I see that a lot with some of my clients, like they want to manifest, um, a certain number of their own clients or a sold out program. And, um, you know, maybe they're just not in this space for it right now. And that's okay. You know, like it's totally okay to not be in the space for it. Um, but let's manifest something maybe a little bit smaller, like, you know, not so much on a larger scale, mm -hmm. um, and see how that feels because maybe you won't even want that anymore. You know, maybe you want, um, you won't want like one, um, one of the clients I work with, she really wants to do like a speaking event and run a speaking event. And I'm like, well, have you ever been to a speaking event? Why don't we manifest you going to a speaking event so you can see what it's like, so you can be there, you can feel that energy, mm -hmm. you know, maybe when she gets there, she doesn't, she might not want to do it anymore, you know? Yeah. So, um, I think it's important like not to, um, I'm very, I believe very much in like 
up leveling, but up leveling, up leveling in like a very conscious way. Because a lot of times if we up level too fast, if we like just jump the gun and we don't learn the lessons, mm -hmm. um, we tend to backtrack and that backtrack is like very hard on us. It's very hard on our, on our ego. It's very hard on our journey. So sometimes it's like better to go a little bit slower, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think too, you are so right in the fact that it, everything I feel like is happening for, for you, no matter what it is. So when you're manifesting something and if it doesn't happen for you, it may not be, you're right. It just might not be the right time. It may not be, the, you, you may not be in alignment with it right now. I mean, for me, like I remember launching a program and wanting so bad to sell it out and I didn't, I didn't sell a spot. And yeah. I could have easily let that be like, okay, this is not for me. Like, obviously this is my sign that I should hang it up. Like, obviously this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not the space. But instead I looked at it as, okay, this is a learning lesson. This is not, this is not meant for me right now. But then when I launched my next program, I, I remember, first of all, the energy coming into both of them. There was a total mm. different energy coming into both of them. The first one, I felt nervous. I felt a little bit like, I, I, I don't know. I almost felt like, um, I wanted it so bad to work, but I yeah. didn't know how I was going to make it work and it didn't work. But this next one, I came with this energy of like, I knew 100% every part of my being, it was going to sell out. And within mm -hmm. 10 minutes of launching it, I already sold like two spots at that point. And then I sold it out and the people that are, and even when we manifest, like you're talking about manifesting people and the right clients and the right people into your space, um, even for this particular mastermind that I'm running right now, um, you, like sometimes you manifest people that you feel like might be right for you at the time. And then you yeah. realize that they aren't and it's okay that yeah. sometimes, and it, you can try to hold on to people and be like, no, 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 I want you in this, like you're supposed yeah. to be here. But if it's not aligned and you feel like you're having to like work to keep someone there, then it's not right. And you have to release them. And I had yeah. to experience that. I released someone who, from my mastermind that I felt like, oh my gosh, like I really wanted this to, this to be sold out. And then now I had to release her, but it felt like I needed to do that. And when I did, someone just came right back, came right yeah. in. So it was just yeah. like, she left and the next person could find that space. So we yeah. have to sometimes release our control of it when we're doing all the, like when we're manifesting and we're trying to create what we want, we yeah. can't always be in control of it. Yeah. And there's two important things that like you touched on just now, you touched on faith. You had unbeatable, undeniable faith that you were going to sell out that program. Mm -hmm. That's like key. Like you, it goes back to man to visualizing. Like you have to have faith that it is going to work out for you. Like there without a shadow of a doubt, it is going to come into your life. And that is, you know, it's just gonna, that's just how it's going to be. And then the second thing is you could manifest the wrong thing. You know, you could, it might feel aligned or you might think that's what you want, but it could not be the right person or the right opportunity. And that's okay. You know, like it's okay to kind of, you know, reassess the situation because I've done that. I, you know, very clearly I manifested a nannying job. It was like the perfect, um, actually all of my nannying jobs. I felt like I manifested the perfect job. And then a couple months into it, it was totally out of alignment because I wasn't supposed to be nannying, you know, like that wasn't what my soul was calling me to do. Yeah, maybe, but I learned, 
I'll tell you, like I learned how to be a mom. I learned something from each family and now like I kind of know how to be a mom a little bit, you know, like I've learned like different parenting techniques and, you know, eating styles and all that stuff. But me being a nanny wasn't what I was supposed to do, but I learned lessons from it, you know, Mm -hmm. so now I can show up, you know, differently for Elliot. And, um, I would say it's been a huge factor in me staying home with her and like that driving force. Cause I saw a lot of moms, you know, going to work and feeling guilty about that and feeling really stressed out. And, you know, they, they didn't want to leave their baby with someone else, you know? So, um, that's like it, you might manifest the wrong thing or something that you thought was aligned. And then turns out it's just not in the cards for you. It just doesn't feel right anymore. And having that realization is, is key because then you can get even more clear with the universe. You can demand even, um, even at a faster rate because, or manifest at a faster rate because you're so crystal clear on what it is you want, you know, and that's, you know, the universe wants clarity. It wants to know what you want. It wants like, it's kind of like, um, going to a restaurant and writing down your order. You know, if you are gluten sensitive and you don't tell the chef that you have a gluten sensitivity, then you're, and you get pasta, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to feel icky. You're going to feel, you know, tired, sluggish, whatever, you know, whatever those side effects are for you. But if you're crystal clear on your order and you get exactly what you want, you have a happy experience, you feel good and, um, you know, you're thriving. So Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, gosh, I love everything that we're talking about here, but I do want to ask, um, for someone who is brand new and they're like, I've never, I don't know how to manifest. I don't know like what, where do I even begin? Like for a beginner (laughs) manifester, how do, what, what do you suggest just slowly starting out? How do they slowly start out? Not like, cause I know some people, um, their personality is like, go balls to the wall. Like, okay, I'm going to manifest all the things. Yeah. But we can like, we really want to be intentional on how we do it. So, um, what is your advice on a beginning manifester? Start small, um, manifest little things like maybe $10 or, um, I don't know, a free movie ticket, like something really small scale, something that almost is easy to come into your life, like really easy to come into your life. And once you receive it, be really grateful for it, you know, celebrate it, um, have a party for it. And then slowly, um, start to manifest on like a bigger scale, you know, start to increase, um, the money or start to increase the opportunities. Um, because once again, you have to open yourself up to receive it. And if you are a little bit scared or a little bit hesitant, it's just not going to come in, you know? Yeah. So I would say, um, start like really, really small. And a lot of people, you know, that's hard for a lot of people. Like you said, people want to go balls to the wall and I'm telling you, the universe is going to laugh at your face. Like, nope, not happening, you know, not, and it's not so much the universe. It's more of your ego is like, no, we're not ready for that. Like the ego will stop you every time, you know, even when you're up leveling and you are starting to manifest on a big scale, you'll notice like the ego, the ego will start to creep in and basically be like, nope, we're not ready. And then you have to kind of like re reassess. And, um, I say, honor your ego, say, thank you very much for trying to protect me. Thank you very much 
for keeping us at a very safe space. But once again, like those affirmations, I am safe into moving into this next level. You know, we're safe right now. So, um, yeah. So start small, just yeah. real tiny steps, baby steps. It's okay. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want you to, see, I, I know that you said like we manifest all the time, like without knowing it, and you, you, we manifest good things and bad things into our life. So I want you to touch on the bad part of it because people, when we, it's all about your thought process too. Yeah. When we're focusing on negativity, we're focusing on the bad things that could happen. And then we see these bad things happen. It's for a reason because we're focusing on them. So can you, can you talk a little bit about how the flip side, how you can manifest the things that you don't want in your life? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because we put good and bad on things. We label it like that. And the universe really has no idea whether or not something's good or bad. It just responds to the energy that you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. And we're always vibrating at a certain frequency. We're always vibrating at a certain energy level. So if we're vibrating at a very high energy level, we're going to bring in a lot of like those good feelings, those, you know, the happy, the joy, the bliss, the love, all of those things. When we're vibrating at a very low frequency, we're bringing in more anger, more jealousy, more hate, you know, um, and that's all based on fear, right? Like when we tend, when we're vibrating at a low frequency, we're really basing all of our emotions on fear. Um, so, and that's like a whole other topic, love and fear, you know, cause yeah. those are the two main emotions that we base everything out of. Um, but the universe doesn't know, you know, the universe is just responding to what we're putting out there. So if we're constantly saying, um, I don't know, what's a good thing? When Elliot was first born, right, she, I, I breastfeed. So mm -hmm. those first two weeks are so hard. First of all, I just, I had an all natural birth. So I felt every single ounce of her coming out of me. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a very long, like, recovery period. On top of that, I was breastfeeding. I was like a new mom. I can barely get out of bed. Like, I was on bed rest. Um, and I noticed myself kept saying, like, I kept saying, Elliot, you're killing me. Like, you're like, you know, like she would wake up and nurse every hour and a half, two hours. And I kept saying that over and over. And I like stopped myself. I like literally was like, you're making this worse. You know, like you are making this worse by constantly saying, Elliot, you know, like, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not like, oh, you're like, not physically killing me. But like, that's a very negative thing to say, you know, that's like a very like, but how many times have we heard people say that? Like, Oh, you're killing me. Like, Oh my, you know, right. Um, another thing is like a lot of people, like they they'll manifest like them being sick. Like, Oh, I always get sick. I always get sinus infections every winter. I get the flu. I get, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, all the commercials that are being played around winter time are all based on like cold and flu season, you know, they're like mucinex and all these things. And I swear, I looked at Justin one day and I was just like, you think people are manifesting like cold season and the flu season? Cause that's all we hear about this time of year. Right. Like, right. and, and I truly believe that like your response, like you have some level, I would say some level of control. It depends who you ask, right? Because Dr. Wayne Dyer, he cured himself of cancer through manifestation, right? So you have cases like that, but that is a very high level of like being very conscious. Like you really like have to just tap into a higher version of yourself. Um, but you're, you know, 
kind of to like get back on track, but you're, you know, it's just what you're putting out to the world. So if you're constantly saying that you're always sick, if you're constantly saying that, you know, um, money such a burden or paying bills sucks or, you know, tax season is terrible, you know, then you're going to have more bills to pay. You know, your taxes are going to be higher. You're going to be living in a state of lack and scarcity. But if you look at your bills and you look at tax season and, um, as something positive, like if you're like, Oh, I'm so grateful that I actually have the money to pay my water bill, that I actually have the money to pay my cell phone bill. It changes everything. You know, you never know if you could get a rebate on one of your bills or I know a lot of like really top earners, they celebrate tax season. Like they think it's the best thing ever to be paying $70,000 back in taxes because they made that much money that year, you know? Um, so yeah, it's all about your energy. What you put out there is what you get back, you know? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. And I think that what, because whatever we focus on becomes reality. Like oh, it, yeah. it does. And so you have the power and whenever I, it, things happen in life and life, life happens and we can allow yeah. it to be the reason why like our thought processes are on straight negativity all the time and we can be upset and we can be disappointed and we can be at that low vibrational frequency where we're just like in this space all the time or we can choose we have the power to choose at any point and so yeah. when you talk about mindset and all of that all of those things I always think like you can choose to stay there there nobody's stopping you yeah you know, but what are you getting from being there yeah no it's so funny um I had someone reach out to me just like this past weekend and um, we've been connected on like social media for a while and, um, she's left network marketing companies, joined new network marketing companies, um, kind of done like that flip flop game and that we tend to see a lot with like network marketers. And she basically asked me, she was like, I think like I need a coach or something like that. And I sent her a message this morning. I was like, listen, I'm never going to pressure you to work with me. I never pressure any. If you feel called to work with me, great. Like, let's do it. Let's jump all in. But if you're not there 100%, then we shouldn't be working together. Like, right. maybe down the road it will be something that you're called to. But, you know, um, and I asked her two questions. I was like, is what you're doing right now, what you've been doing, giving you the results that you want in life? And then whenever you invest at a higher level, whenever you choose to invest, especially in your business or yourself, ask yourself, is it for the good of my higher, you know, my higher self? Mm -hmm. Is it going to benefit my higher self? And that answer will come to you very quickly. It's either a yes or a no. And that's like really what, you know, you need to ask yourself is what you're doing right now every single day benefiting you? Is it changing your circumstances? And it's really safe to play it small. Like it's really safe um, to, you know, live a very cookie cutter life. It's very uncomfortable and it's very unsafe to do what we're doing right now, you know, to put ourselves out there on social media, to start an online business, right. to do all these things. But I'll tell you what, working a nine to five, there's no such thing as job security anymore. So you can choose what's safe and what's not safe, you know, mm -hmm. but either way, I'm a firm believer that if you have the right mindset and if you are vibrating at a high frequency, you will always be supported. Mm -hmm. You will always have, you know, the support and you will always be cared for. So 
Absolutely. You know, but you have to step into that space. You have to like allow yourself to, to get a little uncomfortable so that then you can get very, you know, very high level things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I 100% agree that unless someone's ready to step into that, number one, as a coach, you can't force anybody to step into something that they're not ready to do or, or to see something that they need to see. Like you as a coach, see, see things. I mean, I see things in people that I I am currently not working with, but we connect on social media and you're like, Oh my gosh, like just do, you know, like if you see what I see, but, um, if they're not ready, they're not going to see it. And when they're ready and when they're and just like, I have someone I've been talking to and it's like, when I'm not, when you're ready to invest and you're ready to work with me as a coach, um, then you will know. And it has yeah. to be hell. Yes. Yeah. Like it can't be like, oh, I think I'm ready. Like you, you know, and yeah. when you're a hell yes, you call me, you let me know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm your girl. But until then, like, I, yeah. I, I need you to be a hell yes. Like it can't but be. What a- happened when you invested in your first coach? It was very scary. I did yeah. not know. I did not yeah. know why I was doing it, but I felt in my gut, it was the right thing to do. Yep. And things and, just exploded from there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was and, the best decision. Yeah. And it's scary. Um, cause I believe your first coach was my first coach. Yep. Um, and it's very scary. And you're like, I, like, I didn't know. I was just like, literally I told Justin, I was like, I need a coach. I don't know why, but I need something. And, um, you know, it transpired, like I figured out why I needed her and like, you know, all the lessons I learned and but once you invest, like, again, the universe responds to that. Mm-hmm. You start investing in yourself and your biz- business, like, it's just, it's amazing what the universe does for you because it's Absolutely. like, okay, you're ready. Like, you're, you're ready. you know, you're putting that energy out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all about energy. We're, we are energetic beings. We are constantly vibrating at a certain level and a certain frequency and, um, Sometimes it's hard for us to stay at that higher level, but you do things like gratitude and affirmations and, you know, journaling if you need to, or whatever you feel called to do to kind of like, like I went and got my nails done yesterday because I knew that that would raise my vibrations. I was feeling super low energy, just really drained from client calls last week and being a mom and just like felt like depleted. Mm -hmm. And I was, I told Justin, I was like, you have two bottles. I'm going to go get my nails done. And literally, like, right when I left, I was just like, I feel so much better, you know, and that's what I needed to do. So realizing what, what is it that you need to do to raise your energy, to raise your vibrations, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And tapping, talking back about, like, when you, the power of investing and when you actually decided to invest and you're thinking about all of the things that you did in a short period of time and how, like, it, once you step into that space, it's like, okay, you're ready you stepped in and then things start to happen. Um, but even still, like for, for my clients, I, I noticed too, like whether it be in business or whether it be in inner work, like I have one client who I feel like we have done a lot of inner work. And when you look back and re- you reflect, it's like you have been like the amount of time, the amount of things that have changed and shifted in such a short period of time are things that you have wanted to do for years but, yeah. you've never, but you've never done the work. But when you're in this different space, this container of like, and, yeah. and you de- declare that you're ready, you begin to do the work. 
because you're supported at that point. And yeah, the, the amount of, the amount of things that can happen in a short period of time when you're just ready to, to yep. have them happen for you and you're ready to receive them. It's insane. No, totally. I know. Like, seriously, I think one of my favorite things that I get from clients is, um, like just that it's worth investment. Like it was mm-hmm. worth like, or, you know, like they have things come up, but they like won't cancel a call with me because they need a call or, yeah. um, yeah, like that is probably like the most rewarding thing in the world because then I know on the, again, on like an energetic level that their investment, them paying me is, you know, positive. They're not like seeing it as a negative. Right. Cause you can kind of feel that too. You know, if people are like, really hesitant, but I've noticed like, I've had a lot more people pay in full, Mm -hmm. um, because they're just like, I'm ready. Like, and I kind of notice like a shift when people pay in full, they're like, they like go all in. There's, you know, it's totally different energy. I always offer payment plans, but Mm -hmm. there's just something totally different when they, you know, put X amount of money on the table for a month and they show up to the calls like, all right, what are we doing this week? Yeah. They do all the homework, all the, you know, things off the call. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's super a, amazing. It is really cool. It's really cool yeah. to see as a coach, especially after like you've seen it as a client, like when you were like, as you've seen it yourself do it, but then when you yeah. see it as one of your clients doing this work and, and seeing these shifts and, and growing and changing and becoming this new version of themselves, it's insane to see. And then when they say like, I look forward to our calls every week and like, I need this time. You're right. It's like, it's the best feeling. And it's like, I know 100% that you're living your, your, your soul's purpose. That's when you know, and And you're living your soul's purpose. Like that's the, that's the craziest thing is you really like step into the space when you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm doing, like I talked about being a life. I don't really like the term life coach. Like, I don't think it vibes with me. Um, But, um, I talked about being a life coach for years, like years and years and years. And that's why I say I hid behind health and wellness because I was safer. And once I stepped into this space, it was like, oh my gosh, like I, people are committed to me and my process and they're committed to like investing in me and they want more, you know, and it just makes me, it helps me show up. You know, it's like if I don't want to show up one day, I'm like, you know what, who do I need to serve today? Like, how can I be of service? And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's beautiful. And that's like why my mission in life is to help women find their soul's purpose. Because once you step into that space, it gets really easy. You know, things just flow. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's pretty like, I don't know, things do just flow. It just like, things just align for you. Yeah. I totally agree. And whenever you are doing what you're meant to do, it doesn't feel like work. And so I even made a post the other day because I was, I used to get up every single Saturday morning at 5am and teach for two hours. And I used to get up three mornings of the week at, and, and teach for two, like an hour and a half before I went to work. And, and although I love to teach, that's, I mean, I've been doing that for six years, but getting up, I just felt like it was this energy suck. And every single Saturday morning without fail, I had to get up at 5am and this is what I'm doing. And I just, Oh, I began to resent it every single Saturday. Yeah. And I would go to bed on Friday nights and just, Oh, I hated it. And so finally I just said to my husband, I'm like, why am I doing this? 
the amount of money that I'm making is not worth the energy that I am putting into this. Mm, and, yeah. and then don't do it. So I quit. But then I realize now I get up not at 5am, but I get up early Saturday mornings to have calls or did a mastermind call on Saturday morning. And I love it. Like I enjoy yeah. it. And it's, you can tell the difference when you're doing what you're, what you're meant to be doing because you show yeah. up and you want to do it and you're excited to do it and it's not draining. So that's yeah. why I'm like, if it's depleting you, then you don't need to do it anymore. Like it's okay. Yeah. Move on. No, it's totally true. No, I totally feel the same way. Cause I was on calls with clients a week after I gave birth and mm -hmm. like, they were like, well, how are you doing this? I'm like, well, I can't just like stay here with a baby. I would feel like, like, I know my energy will get low. This is what like, brings me up. This is, you know, I love yeah. showing up for calls. I love, you know, being of service to other women, you know, um, and it just, it changes the game, you know? So 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, we're totally on the same page. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I want to ask you a, a few questions that I always ask okay. at the end of my podcast episode. So the first question is, what is your favorite word? Um, right now, my favorite word is expansion. Mm, okay. Good. Actually, that's a lie. My favorite word is, uh, is fuck. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. It comes out a lot. Yeah. 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 I love that you said that. I <laughs> one person, I'm like, all right, is that what you're going to say? And then she didn't say it. She said something else. I was like, oh man, I really thought you were going to say fuck, but <laughs> yeah, okay. no, it's totally like, yeah, I actually had Justin's like, you need to stop saying that around the baby. I'm like, well, she's going to hear it anyway. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. It's just a mommy word, not a baby word. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Question number two, what is your favorite sound? My favorite sounds? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I would say right now it's definitely like um, when Elliot like, goose and makes like those little baby noises oh, and yes. like she smiles and yeah that's probably my favorite sound she's not laughing yet but she's like just making those little cute baby noises and she'll smile at me at like four o'clock in the morning and I'm like well you're making this really easy yeah right so right makes it worth it <laughs> yeah for I sure it. I love it um and the last question is bedroom car or desk what do you clean or make sure is clean first Bedroom, desk, desk. Yeah. Good little office area to work from. Definitely. I would say desk, then bedroom, and then the car is last. Um, the car is Justin's job. Mm. He cleans out the cars and I, yeah, I would say definitely, definitely desk, but I've been doing a better job. Like now, um, I don't know if it's like the mom and me, but I make my bed every day now. So that's really good. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny because I leave before my husband in the morning. So he is really good at making the bed. So that's, yeah. that's a plus. I love it. Yeah. Um, so for those that are listening and want to connect with you and want to get in your energy, how can they find you? Um, so I am on Instagram. I'm at laurenmegan.co. Um, and then my website, www.laurenmegan.com. Um, on Facebook, I'm just Lauren Megan. I don't have a like page. It's just my Facebook page. Um, and then my online community is called the Divine Sister Society. So yeah, thank you. Different ways. Yeah. You definitely need to go follow her, get in her energy. She is, especially if you want to know more about manifesting on a deeper level, 
go and see your girl, Lauren. So (laughs) it's just about to get deeper. This like retreat this weekend. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So I can't wait to hear. Yeah. I can't wait to share and teach and just share it with the world. Yeah. I'm super excited. It's going to be good. So thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun having you. Cannot wait to, to share this episode. I know it's going to be one that is well received for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Mindy. It was a pleasure. I know it's taken us a while. One day we had to cancel once because I was in labor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we are finally here. We made it happen. And it's, yeah. I wouldn't have changed it. Like I love that Elliot was a part of it. So, <laughs> so great. Yeah. So thank you again. And you guys listening, I will see you in the next episode.